1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective.
0: 2020 on Vision. Well, Tuesday rolls around on a Tuesday. We like to keep abreast of the breaking news that's happening around the world, especially in the nation of Israel and those areas in the Middle East that affect the people in Israel. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines again overnight. Ron, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's talk the COVID-19 coronavirus. Israel has placed severe limits on public and private sectors in the face of the growing threat. Uh, What's the story?
1: Yeah, this has come about after the confirmed number of coronavirus uh, numbers climbed to 298. The public sector will operate according to an emergency framework Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said at a conference, with all government and local authority workers placed on paid leave until the end of the Passover holiday, except for those deemed critical for, conditioned, uh, for continued operations, private sector firms exceeding 10 employees will be required to reduce staff present in the workplace by 70%. Netanyahu said the government will also approve the use of a range of digital tools to monitor the spread of the virus for an initial period of 30 days. Uh, this was controversial, responding to privacy fears voiced in recent days regarding the implementation of technological measures previously used to fight terrorism. Netanyahu emphasised the importance of balancing human rights and the demands of the crisis. We are not locking people in their houses. This is not a total lockdown and I hope we will not reach that. We have a more moderate increase in infection than in other countries and we're doing everything to remain in control, the Prime Minister said.
0: A reminder, we're not in this on our own. The whole world is being affected by what is growing with the COVID-19 coronavirus. Hey, the trial of the Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has been postponed to Ron for two months amid court restrictions caused by the virus.
1: Yes, he was slated to begin the trial yesterday. It's been pushed off by more than two months due to an order for all court activity to be uh, limited to a state of extraordinary emergency as part of these new restrictions. In light of the developments regarding the coronavirus outbreak and taking into consideration the latest guidelines given and the declaration of a state of of emergency in the courts, we have decided to cancel the scheduled hearing. The three Jerusalem District Court judges said May 24 was announced as the new date for the hearing in the three corruption cases facing Benjamin Netanyahu.
0: Well, we've seen our own tourism industry taking a hit here, but in Israel, their tourism industry is in free fall, Ron.
1: Yeah, this year on March the 1st, 52,000 travellers passed through the airport. On March the 2nd, the number dropped to 46,000. Earlier this week, the daily number fell under 22,000, and it's expected to keep falling. The Israel Airport Authority regularly employs 4,000 permanent workers and 2,000 temporary workers and has already put 1,400 temporary employees on unpaid leave. Israel's national carrier, Airline El Al, has forecast revenue losses of $160 million between January and April. Israel travel agencies are also feeling the strain. Amir Hayek... The president of the Israel Hotel Association said if you consider the hotel industry, the airlines and tour agencies, the damages this year will reach between $2.82 billion and $3.38 billion.
0: Ron, let's talk prayer for a moment because uh, we'll be talking a little more about that a little later on this morning. But the Western Wall Tunnel Heritage Foundation uh, in Israel is holding special prayers against the COVID-19 coronavirus. What's the story there?
1: Yeah, they've commenced uh, doing special psalm readings and prayer services at Warren's Gate in the Western Wall Tunnel. The gate used to lead to the section of the temple called the Holy of Holies, which according to the Jewish faith contained the presence of God. It's named in honor of one of the early archaeologists of the Holy Land, Charles Warren. The reciting of Psalms is believed by some to be a means to beseech heaven for good health, and such prayers are usually coupled with the mention of the name of the sick person for whom help is called for. The prayer plaza is not a closed space. So according to the current health regulations, it's not risky for prayer. Two prayer tents will be built, each hosting 100 people to ensure health regulations are carried out.
0: Well, the reciting of psalms, same psalms as are in our Bible, and uh, the encouragement, I guess, here is for Christian believers to be prayerful too in the circumstances we're facing here in Australia. Ron, with all of the things that are going on, despite all the heavy restrictions, the Israelis are finding some creative ways to celebrate life.
1: Yeah, after Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu unveiled those stringent restrictions on gatherings to contain the coronavirus, Israelis almost immediately began developing strategies to maintain normalcy, preserve Jewish ritual life, and cultivate joy in trying times. With a ban on gatherings of more than 10 people, the minimum quorum for communal prayer, impromptu prayer groups are springing up in apartment buildings, and synagogues are staggering prayer schedules to ensure that no more than ten people gather at once. Weddings are an even greater challenge, but Israelis are finding a way. For example, Shifra Penkawa, a resident of Efrat, told United with Israel that she heard live musicians coming from a neighbor's backyard and found a wedding taking place on the balcony of the bride's home with the guests cheering the new couple from their own balconies, thereby avoiding the ban on gatherings. The neighbours came out on their balconies to sing, dance, clap and throw candy for the couple. It was a burst of joy amid our uncertain and stressful circumstances. No matter the situation, we always find reasons and opportunities to dance, because joy will find a way.
0: And that's going to be one of the challenges, no doubt, that Aussies will come up against too. How do we find some level of creative way of celebrating life in the coming times ahead as we're uh, called to be light in the darkness. Uh, some tough t- tough days ahead, Ron, and uh, something we might need to look at too, but great getting those insights and to hear those stories of what's coming out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron, always appreciate your updates. Thanks so much for being with us once again today on 2020.
1: Neil, may I just add, Sharon Katz, the founder and producer of Dames of the Dance, said that Israelis have gone through tough times before, and she said, We are an eternal people capable of adjusting to new realities and even thriving under these circumstances. Are we looking at today's crisis through the eyes of our eternity? And she said, I hope so.
0: And something, no doubt, ahead of us today as we continue some conversation about a Christian approach to the COVID-19 crisis that's gripping us is to how we can, in fact, uh, be a people who can thrive even amidst a looming crisis. Uh, Ron, we'll catch up again next week.